Hey, welcome and thank you for tuning in. We're your hosts of The Blast Beat, James and Chrissy. The Blast Beat is your source for discussions on music, concerts, brews, reviews, life, and more. If you like what you hear or just enjoy hearing us talk, then give us a follow. We're also on Instagram, so follow us there under username at the Blast Beat Podcast, all one word. There you'll find pictures, videos, stories, and updates on our current and future podcasts and have a chance to talk with us. Right, episode one. Welcome to episode one. James and I, um, James came to me with the idea of starting a podcast a little while. I feel like it's been in the works for a while now. It has been in the works <laughs> for a while. <laughs> you know, it's, it's a lot of work. Like You gotta make a logo. You gotta set up the, the socials. The social media accounts the social are the medias. worst. That was the easiest part. But uh, Not for me, it wasn't. I don't know, man. Social media for me is not easy at We're all. We're not going to agree on a lot of things, so this is, uh, this is a pretty <laughs> accurate representation of... Welcome to episode to... <laughs> one. <laughs> anyway, so uh, I'm Chrissy. I'm James. Okay, I was going to continue talking, but yeah, that's fine. Um, so just a little bit about us without divulging too much about us. Um, we live in North Jersey. Uh, but 20 or so miles from the city. Um, I work in the music industry in the city. I, I'm sure I'm, I'm going to be ranting a lot about uh, my commutes and and uh, NYC life, what have you. Um, so, James? I, too, live in northern New Jersey. Oh, my God, really? I know. I don't work in the city, though. I work uh, locally to the home for an automotive company, uh, and no, for everyone that's listening, I cannot get you a car, so don't ask. Uh, I can get myself a car, maybe, but I can't get you a car, sorry. Um, Currently in a a rock band, Sinertia, and am an avid heavy metal music listener and uh performer james plays so, guitar in sinertia yes and i originally played bass with uh, infamous plague back in 1999 oh, to the, 2006 the og infamous the og plague. the plague the plague oh i didn't know james back then i didn't know I no but we would have we would have we would have met anyway because the plague was a hot rocking little Group. A little number. Oh yeah, we were big time locally. Didn't make any real money, but we were big time. We were pretty well known. Everybody loved us. <clears throat> yeah. So you want to talk about when 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 we met? Oh, when shoot. did we meet? Yeah, when did we meet? 2012. I'm pretty sure. End of 2012. It w- yeah, it was before it was before Thanksgiving. I know it was, it was right before Thanksgiving. Before, it was right before car- Christmas. Well, Thanksgiving is when my car went. Okay, but we had a date. We did have a date. Um, it was it was the day before Christmas Eve. It we was. went to a Devils game. We it was did. Devils Capitals. Devils Capitals. Twelve twenty three. Yeah. So, um, so I, just like a, a a little bit. Um, I mean, I was always a, a music lover. Um. A musician and and what have you, but uh, I I kind of grew up on more of the the rock side of things. I I before I met James, 
I wasn't super into metal, certainly not like I am now. So James kind of got me got me into metal. I mean, yeah, what are you going to say? You're welcome. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, that was, I mean, dating, when we were dating, I think James started off a really good foundation because you're a huge Pantera fan. And that was kind of like... Pantera was my gateway drug. Was that the first band that I introduced you yeah, to? Yeah, I'm metal pretty wise? sure because yeah. that was your big thing. So I was like, all right. And I was like, you're lucky. Oh, shit. So, um, so yeah, that's something pretty special about our relationship is that, you know, I was, I, I was, I don't want to make it sound like I wasn't into, had like a heavier taste or, and didn't, I was very much into music. And, but, uh, but yeah, for sure, James kind of blew the doors down to a whole new world for me. I was very much a uh, hate to admit new metal fan, but that's our that's our generation. I mean, that's like a lot of people did that, and then that and then from there, it you know they would run they oh it, that opened up the door for them to older stuff or you know current stuff, but just not new metal. Uh, if I didn't meet my friend, it probably would have remained the same for the most part. So. It was up to uh, Rich to come and save the day, thanks to Chris. And uh, when I met Rich, Rich was into the old school metal stuff. Who's Rich? Rich is the uh, guitarist Rich and who? backup vocals for, um, what is it now, Everdawn, Rich Fisher. Thank you. Say his name. I'm so sorry. <laughs> well, they're not going to know who Rich Whoa, is. Geez. Everyone has a friend hey, named Rich. Oh. Yeah, Rich. Yeah, we'll get Rich on the show eventually. We will get Rich on the show. Um, but he was very He'll much into the old knowledge. school uh, metal stuff. And once I started hanging out with him, my ways of new metal went to old metal. And that's where it took off from there. Um, bunch of music that my cousin used to listen to. Oh, one of my first uh, real hardcore... Uh, hardcore is probably not the right word, but one of the uh, greatest albums that I ever listened to that really propelled me into listening to all metal was the um, Vulgar Display of Power album. Yeah. I think that's where I started, too, really. Because I think, uh, yeah, I, it was when we, when we were dating. That's kind of... I remember putting it on, and I hadn't listened to Metallica a little bit, and um, I just thought, wow... It's like Metallica, but ten thousand times heavier. I I don't know. It was just that opening riff to "Mouth for War," like solidified it for me, and that was it. Middle ever since. Yeah. I try to divulge into some of the alt rock and um yeah music that uh, Chrissy listens to. Yeah. So I, uh, she's a lot more. Uh, willing to expand her horizons than I am even though I have expanded a little bit especially yeah. in like uh the different variances of metal she's a, she's become a big prog rock fan yeah so what what you'll find in, in in the in the life of this podcast is that we're um generally on the same page but but when we're actually have somewhat different tastes um I'm yeah I'm a little bit more Progressive. I could listen to a little bit more, you know, fringing on death metal. James is so much not. Um, James, is, I, you're just very old school. We should have just named this whole podcast "Agree to Disagree." 
I'm sure that name was taken. It, prob- it probably <laughs> sure was, but was it's taken. that's going to be the reality of our. Yeah, but so I I liked, I mean, I don't like, I mean, James, you said it, so I don't feel bad saying it, but I think I have, (laughs) I think I have a little bit of a wider scope and just natural. I mean, I am not like, I I was a music major in college and um, so I hung around a lot of, uh, you know, classical music snobs and I realized, no, I did. And, you know, I really, after when I was getting into metal, I was like, oh my God, like, I'm not sure what's worse, a classical music snob or a metal snob, you know, because they're all the same, they're cut from the same cloth. It's just a different, you know, genre. But, uh, but I, so I, I really, really try not to be, you know, quote unquote, a metal snob or a snob of a music snob of any kind. Although, I'm a metal snob. Although, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I, and I, I certainly listen to things outside of metal as well. Um, which I may, I, I'm sure we'll talk about. And if you notice, like we tried to, in, in the description, we tried to say music. Of course, it's going to, li- you know, kind of be more on the metal side for sure. But I will definitely talk about things that, that really uh, resonate with me that are not metal. We're going to talk about things that aren't metal at all. We're going to talk about life. We're going to talk about life shit. Experiences. Because we're so super experienced. Su- super experienced. But we'll talk about a whole bunch of different things. Um, we'll have people on the show for interviews. Um, what else? I don't know. It, it, it'll be just a huge surprise for you. Don't worry about yeah. it. Don't, we also, just, again, follow us on Instagram. This way you can, can keep up to date on the uh, podcast and what's going to be going on in the coming weeks. Uh, but for the remainder of this show, we will be doing a brew review. Yeah, well, from, that's going to be a thing. The brew review, we're going to do that every every podcast that will be every podcast however today's is going to be three threes out of hamilton new jersey and the beer that we're going to be trying is called back to reality has a cool little back to the future artwork on it one of my favorite movies and uh from there we'll talk about the top 10 metal and rock full-length albums released for 2019 as well as the top three Singles and or EPs of 2019. And we're so. gonna I and also just a little asterisk. I'm pretty sure some arguments are gonna ensue because um, we don't know we don't know each other's top ten uh, at least in order. I I mean I don't know everything that's on. Yeah, we're we're a little blind to this, so we're yeah. gonna. I have my ten. James has his ten. I don't think there's gonna be any arguments, but uh, there will probably be some explaining to do. Uh, either way, without further ado. We will uh, crack these open and uh, proceed with our review and top ten of the best metal rock albums of 2019. Start your engines. Start your engines. Pop them. Oh, I had a more satisfying pop than you did. Oh, but you put yours closer. My pop might be a little louder. (laughs) (laughs) Your slurp will certainly be louder than mine. Yes, this is the. I get, it's called Back to Reality. Back to Reality. It's an IPA. Again, smells fruity. Three threes out of Hamilton, New Jersey. We like to try stuff local. Support them local businesses. Yeah, we got some good local. Ooh, this is fruity for me. I know James, James is a big. I he's like a him. big fruity guy. I like fruity. I like uh, I like earthy. I like earthy stuff. I love IPAs, but. It's a little uh, 
So this one comes in a pint can, and it's currently 6% uh, alcohol by volume. And uh, I like it. It's good. It's, it's a bit oh, fruity yeah. for me. I don't think it's fruity. I don't know exactly what it is. I've had fruitier beers. Oh, I know you've had fruitier I've had beers. Fruitier but beers to, but say, to neglect to say that it's a little fruity, it would be... But I don't think it's fruity. There's something about it, but it's not fruity. There's like a, ju there's like a juice to it. Eh. It's eh. not super hoppy. Not super hoppy. Would you? Yeah. Would you? No. Agree? It might be the amount of like citra hops or something they use, which would be where probably well, you said the citrus. citrus. Yeah. Well, it's you just said the word citrus, and I said fruit, and you said yeah, it's but not it's fruity. a hop. It's not so much the like a. Hoppy it's job. still a hoppy taste, but it's a. Shut up. All right. So uh, <laughs> see already. Oh man. Don't don't agree. It's good. It's good. I'm not I'm not poo pooing it. It is good. We'll have some more as we go on, and maybe we'll we'll come back to it. All right. But uh, we'll move on to the top 10 best rock or metal albums of 2019. Now, the genres that are included are, uh, there's a variety of them, so it's not going to be one style compared to another. <clears throat> Would you like to go first? Oh, my goodness. Number 10. All right. All right, so my number 10, Cult of Luna. A Dawn to Fear. James, yep. I wish you could see James's face. Um, yeah, so Cult of Luna is like... <laughs> I, I, I want to say like post-metal. Um, but but this album, it could be... There's some heavy moments to it. But um, yeah, I just really like it. But this is a, this is a prime example of something that James James is not into. That, I, that I'm into. Most likely. I've never even heard of him. Mm. That's all right. I'm not surprised that I've never heard of them. It's <laughs> that's probably my own fault, and not anybody else's. And that mm. seems to be an ongoing thing for me. My number ten is three-piece heavy metal band hailing from Stockholm, Sweden. I love those Swedes, man. Grand Magus or Grand Magus? I don't know how you actually say it. That's that's also my own fault. Uh, Wolf God. It's a good album. It's a solid album. It is a solid album. Very it's, old school. Yeah. Uh, keeps with the theme of metal that I like to listen to. Uh -huh. We just had an opportunity to see them open. Yeah. With uh, a Monomarth at the gates and one of my favorites, mm -hmm. Arch Enemy. Yeah. That was a hell of a show. Um, yeah, we saw them in, no no was it November? A Monomarth headlining? November? Had to be. I think. I think it was early November. Yeah, um, it might have been. Yeah, just Hammerstein Ballroom. Packed with. I mean, I couldn't believe how many openers they had. Uh, I was. I didn't even know Grand Magus was supposed to open. So that was like a big surprise for me. I was. I was happy about that. Great show. A uh, lot of. You know, pit was a little crazy. We weren't. We weren't in the pit. We were in the balcony. Um, but you know. I've never even heard of these guys until that show, and then I started to really check them out, and I listened to the new album. And it was pretty awesome. Mm. So if you get an opportunity, you own uh, an account for say, though, Spotify. I was going to say that yeah, I was talking about the pit. I'm on Marth. We saw some rows. We saw them row. We did see them row. Which is pretty that cool. Was, that was pretty cool. I kind of want to be part of that. Anyone who time. doesn't know what rowing is at a metal show, it's. It, I mean, it's not. You're not going to see this every, at every metal it's show. It's exactly what it sounds like. Certainly a Marth. 
uh, any kind of Norwegian, even though Amana Marth is Swedish, but you know, any kind of Norwegian uh, Norse Norse metal, if you will, uh, they they sit down on the floor like Vikings and they row a ship, and it's it's amazing. We were in the balcony; it was like such a cool thing to see from above. But um, the, only if you have a picture of that, we'll post that on the Instagram or something so you can see it. Couldn't need a video of that. Um, that did you not a, take a video? I thought you took a video. Uh, maybe I did. Either we can find a video. Whatever. We might be breaking some rules, but we'll find a video. <laughs> we'll, 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 rules, huh? we'll post that on Instagram if you've never seen it before. I've never seen it, and it was a sight to see. Yeah, Instead great. of actual mosh pit or well, there was plenty of that going any, on, but yeah, but like yeah. specific melodic metal songs that they had. Uh, now this is again Amana Marth, and not so much Grim Magus. Dragons and fire. Um, they sat on the floor. There were dragons. The dirty and fire stank too. floor. And, oh, uh, that's probably so sticky. <laughs> <laughs> and rode their little hearts out, and it was a sight to see. Yeah. All right, number nine. Number nine. My number nine. Certainly not on James's list, I don't believe. Uh, Batushka, Hospody. Hospody? Not on my list, that, I'm right? sorry. Yeah, so but I'm a little upset about this. So Batushka has, has, is dealing with some, uh, some uh, internal disputes. Of uh, you know the band name, there's some like legal shit going on for a band that looks and kind of sounds almost like ghosts. They're having the same issues as ghosts. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> so um, I, I'm pretty upset. I was supposed to see them earlier this month, uh, and they had they canceled their North American tour um, because of this issue. It all stems from this issue. Uh, at first, they said it was like passport, uh, passport uh, problems, and I've heard that excuse before, and I said bullshit. It's because of what's going on in the band, and then later on in their Instagram, they were like, "Yeah, it's because of what's happening." So that's uh, pretty upsetting <clears throat> to me. I mean, that's I mean, I think Batushka is like a little bit. They're on the harder spectrum, um, but anyone who's I mean, especially if you're into any kind of imagery, um, yeah, I mean, they're like they're like black metal ghost. I mean that's that's kind of the best way to describe them, but really good. I just really good shit. I I tried, I tried. I just couldn't do it. Especially Maybe the, I'll I try prefer, again. I prefer this this album than uh, the previous, which I think is a little um, not uh, the consensus. I think a lot of people like the first one, but uh, that's also something you're gonna find with me is that I kind of like uh, a lot of either albums from bands that most people don't like. That I'll be like, you know, oh, this is my favorite, you know. But it's not the the popular opinion. Anyway, what's your number yeah. nine? Number nine for me, Sabaton: The Great War. Ooh. They made the top ten. A little list. low on the list little, for me. Little but low right. on the list, but they made <laughs> they made the list. So another Swedish heavy metal band from uh, Fallon, Sweden. Saw them Gothenburg. for the first time. Gothenburg. I don't know. Okay. Just, I saw Fallon. So <laughs> James is obviously they're from Sweden. Reading right off of a Wikipedia. Page. <laughs> like he knew that before it is, this. Uh, no no i had to do some research yeah, on some things did. some some things you know gotta learn some things before i get on the microphone <laughs> and tell people other things but uh we were fortunate enough to see them recently yeah as well. was so it like a month before the amount of mars yeah it was, a, it was a big cluster of concerts <clears throat> and that was one it of was them sabaton and hammerfall over yeah. at playstation playstation theater, theater which we're told is not going to be a uh, fun theater anymore (laughs) anymore uh you know i gotta be honest that was actually my first concert at playstation mine too uh oh really Mm -hmm. and uh i wasn't i wasn't impressed i don't know like i was so looking forward to seeing them um and i love them they're i mean they're, they're one of my favorite bands and 
I don't know. I I, the, the, I was not crazy about the sound. I thought the sound was not right, especially uh, in the beginning. I don't know. They just kind of fell flat for me, to be honest. I don't. I don't know. They they were great. The perform. They're great performers, but something about that show would just kind of fell flat for me a little bit. I cannot really agree or disagree. That was also my first show. The sound was a little weird, wonky at yeah. times, if you will. Um, I liked the venue itself. We were fortunate enough to stand it in a packed. GA area that was surrounded and packed. However, packed. we were on an upper you were on like a standing stage, if you will. So we were able to see over people's heads. Here. And I am not a tall man at all. <laughs> so I'm not a tall uh, man. I'm the one that's lucky to like get... Get I mean, I've been front row for a bunch of shows, but I'm also the person that's lucky to get like the second row, but stand behind the ten foot guy yeah. right in front so of me. And James it's like, are you kidding right me? Behind a twelve foot Norwegian man with the long ponytail. Every time. Every and if you're show. listening to this, hey, you're Norwegian an asshole. Man. You're an asshole. You should just go to the back. You, you can see over everybody, dude. Yeah. Anyway, but we'll talk about it, that's a, that's gonna be another episode of just like concert etiquette. I could write a book. Yeah. I could write a fucking book. Anyway. So yeah, Sabaton. A band that I got you into? Yes. Yeah. I I'm still not like super crazy about their yeah, uh, singing cuz a lot of their songs to me are just very chanty. Yeah. I don't but they're, know. You know, they're, they're very repetitive in the type of stuff, but they are melodic. They're a fun and entertaining band that looks like they get along with each other extremely yeah, well. Yeah, it's good. Especially on stage. They had great vibes on stage. Good chemistry. Yeah. Good chemistry. And uh, they look like they're a, a blast to be around. So they made yeah. number nine on my list, surprisingly, oh, to me as well. All right. So number eight for me is Chelsea Wolf, Birth of Violence. Again, this is something I don't, I could guarantee is not on James's list. Um, yeah, so this album, I, I, I mean, I guess the best way to describe Chelsea Wolf is like uh, folk metal, I guess. Uh, just re- this whole album was really fantastic. Um, everything about I mean the whole production of it I, I her voice is great the songs are you know haunting and like really just beautiful just it, but still really dark you know uh, yeah love this album just from from start to finish it's a sh- you know it's weird you know when you when you put this list together and then you have to actually put numbers to it when you have to really put them in order there's albums that I absolutely love and they're low on the list and it's it's I, mean, I it's almost a shame that this album is so low on my list, but that's just the way the cookie crumbles. It's not an easy list to make. It's not an easy list to make. It's <laughs> it easy took me to about gather. two or three weeks to make this list. It's easy to gather your best albums. That's how we kind of started. It was like, okay, here's everything that I want to do, and it's like, oh, but once you, it's like it's like making a team. Like once you start to have to make cuts, it's it's a yeah. little surprising of what you're come up with. Yeah, and we're even going to go into uh, honorable mentions for both of the categories. I for, we forgot to. I forgot to announce that a little earlier, um, but you'll see some honorable mentions at the end of each um, each list that we make. And yeah, that we'll that remains to be determined by the either her or myself. We'll post um, that on the on on the instas. Follow uh, us on the inst. There's this cool thing, this new thing called uh, the Instagram. Instagram, the Institube. The Institube, my face. My face. Anyway, follow us there. The we'll, we'll put a, we'll put our honorable mentions. Uh, number eight for me, In Flames, I the Mask. Yet again, 
another Swedish heavy metal band. Uh, a band that's been around forever. Forever. For I ever. am not proud to say that I saw them at Ozfest one year. Oh. However, um, I fell asleep for their set. Wow. Yeah. No. It. It. It's. Were you I don't, drunk? Um, was that the one we had to pee between two cars? <laughs> no. and someone had to hold you up to do it. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. So that was must have been a different time. No, that was a, that was a, a Lamb of God shit. That was a Gigantor. <laughs> that was a Gigantor when it first like in its first inception of year, uh, whatever you want to call. It. I don't know. It's when it first started to roll around. <laughs> Thanks. Um, oh come on! Think that, that wasn't gonna come up. Oh uh, yeah, at least not in the first episode. <laughs> Damn. Um, no, this was one of two dates, and it was a hundred and seven heat wave, and um, they were on main stage as one of the first acts. I had been at second stage all day long, in that hot sun, just burning up, and I think I just passed out from the heat kind of not you, you know, know what you I, know it what? was a straight up nap it was a straight no, up yeah. nap james but, james, well, james is having to fall asleep Wait a minute. at weird points in time it was the first or second set of ozfest on the main stage and i was finally in the shade and it was just good to sit down after standing in 108 or 107 degree heat i love this band but it is hot <laughs> <laughs> i'm telling you it was hot it was so hot, Ozzy canceled his set. Oh, yeah. You mean Sharon canceled his set. Well, whoever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> because what ensued was nothing but amazing. It was the most amazing well, show that's when ever. Well, that's when Iron Maiden played double. Yes, ma'am. Iron Maiden played both Ozzy's set and their set. And so there's... I dubbed the Maiden Fest. Yeah. It was one of the greatest shows ever including seeing all those other bands they were giving out uh returns for the show they were going to let you stay all of second stage which had um black dahlia kill switch rob zombie arch enemy the list goes on and on they were going to let you stay and watch all those bands on second stage but if you wanted the refund you have to leave after that we were there to see iron maiden um Black Label Society, Shadows Fall, wow. all these other bands, yeah, including In Flames, which I apologize, I did fall asleep. Um, but this new album was totally killer, and it's been one of their best since yeah. the could dawning I, of I their existence. The you absolutely can. Because it it, it's on my list, a little bit higher. Um, but since we're talking about it, it makes sense to talk about it now. Um, yeah, so I gotta be, I'm a little, I gotta be honest, I... I was a I I really enjoyed In Flames all older in fact we're talking about like nineties In Flames. I didn't know they were Swedish. That was another mind blower. But and uh, so I I remember listening to listening briefly to their last album. Um, and for some reason I don't know if I didn't like it. So I was aware I was kind of aware that of this new album, and I got to be honest, I just I just kind of avoided it. I just didn't. I just didn't listen to it um, because it was I just I don't know I had it in my head where it's like oh I, I like their older stuff probably not gonna like this you know the end and that's it, a shame and I shouldn't think like that because when I did you know J, uh, J, you know we were putting together this list and James was like you know you should probably really listen to this album so I did it 
and I, I kind of just fell in love with it. Um, so I feel a little foolish for, for kind of not, not even, you know, it's one thing if you listen to something and be like, I'm not into it, but it's like, I didn't really give it a chance at first. So I kind of recently got into this album. Um, and I That's guess, the story of my life. Yeah. And not, it, not her, like just not listening to me about an album or anything, but me doing that. Yeah. That and also thing. like I, I knowing think, about it and then like finally giving it a chance and then being like, oh my God. What have I been missing? I have a story about that um, where, you know, both of us are not into like metalcore or screamo or whatever. Um, But uh, one of my favorite bands ever is Between the Buried and Me. And for the, you know, it's coming up on like uh, my my Spotify, like artists you might like. And for the longest time, I avoided them because with a name like that, the sentence for a name, I was like, oh, they're they're metalcore. Why is this? I'm not even going to listen to them. And... I avoided it and avoided it, and it must have come up somehow. I either broke down and just listened to it, and I'm like, holy shit. I'm, I'm embarrassed that I kind of wrote this off because I kind of judged a book by its cover, and they're one of my favorite bands. So yeah, you get, uh, to try by, not to do that, yeah, kids. Yeah, <laughs> uh, from one band person to another or one music fan to another, don't make your band name a sentence because mm. you're setting yourself up for failure and judging. All I'm saying is that the best bands in the world – have a one syllable, one name, one letter name. I, I'm not saying you, you're not going to be amazing if we don't do that, but if you, you got know, more than three or four words in the name of your band, rush, you're you're use. you're screwing yourself pretty yes. hard. Ghost. There's a, I, I think that's. I mean, if if like we started a killer band, we would we would be like one syllable, one word, boom. Anyway. Anyway, what sorry. about what about bands that rhyme? James, you you at one time told me that. James. So I made bands a, that have made a big uh, Google once. <laughs> rhyming it, names. What was it? What, what, are what was the band horrible. that came up though? Was it? It was an '80s band. No, no, no. What was the band where I said that's ridiculous? Band names that rhyme is the most ridiculous. Thing. It, I think it was an '80s I, thing. I don't remember, but this one definitely was because then I spit so. out. Well, why is your favorite band Oingo Boingo? <laughs> Mic drop. Yeah. Good night. Pretty much. Bye, Felicia. Yeah, I love Oingo Boingo, and Jane. It, and it came up, and, and I was I like, like, oh my god, too, that's so but... lame. Band, a band name that rhymes. And in no, I mean, no time flat, James. No like time. he, d- he just didn't even take time to think about it. He was like, "Oh, really?" Oingo Boingo. It's one of those like beautiful. And I was like, "Whoa!" Beautiful pre-planned comebacks that you just wait forever and ever and ever to use, and then, boom, there it was. It was like you know, it was like in a dog fight, <laughs> and it was like one dog just like laid down and like showed the belly, you just surrendered because like that's what it was. That's what it was like. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I, I pounced on that one. Where where are we? Number seven. My number seven? Your number okay. seven. My number seven. Slipknot, We Are Not Your Kind. Hmm. Is it your number seven too? Hmm. Is it your number seven? No. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I, I think it's a solid album. <clears throat> uh, their singles were great. Um, yeah. It's still very Slipknot. It's not, you know, I, I, I in a way, I almost wish they would kind of... Uh, like break break out of their norm a little bit like just try, but i guess you know i guess Corey taylor has other outlets for that but um you know it's still quintessential slipknot uh but they got some killer tunes on there 
Um, as an album, as a full-blown album, I think it might have some weak spots. That's why it's. I feel like it's not higher on my list. But they got like you know uh, three really killer tracks on that. Um, yeah, that's what I have to say about that. I'm gonna catch a lot of flack for this, Mm-mm. and everybody's entitled to their own opinion, including myself. Remember that. Slipknot's not even on my list. Oh, I. You know what? I'm not surprised. Actually, Slipknot's not even on my list. To me, they had three or four good songs on the album, mm-hmm. one of which was the opening track, as well as, uh, was it Nero, Nero Forte? Forte? Yeah, it's my favorite. Uh, the rest of the album seemed just a lot of Sid throwing down yeah. some yeah, that's why soundtracks, I, I agree. if you will. And so it kind of lost me towards the mid to end mm-hmm. of the album, because it was just a lot of like... Yeah, fluff. It I just sounded think, like fluff to me. Yeah, I don't think the album itself is. I think the album could be designed as a whole a little bit better. But right, because it was. Yeah, it, I, I, yeah I agree. The, the music stuff that they came out with, like Nero Forte in the opening, it was killer. It was absolute killer. But it just like I don't know if they ran into writing. Writer's block or what? But it, it doesn't just, sound like I, it. He, Corey's always like, I got 20 songs written. Yeah, does he? We or got Sid two, have 20 they, they songs that, written? They said that they like they wrote that album so quick and they have so much material. They've like uh, like this. So I don't know about that. They they say know. that they they write things like it I don't just know. Falls out That's what really killed it for me. I would have probably put him on the list really at like number 10 or so. But there was more Sid than the full bands in my opinion. I'm sure they're in there, mm-hmm. but. That didn't really do it for me. Number seven for me is my newfound friends. Yeah. Uh, American progressive metal band, After the Burial. Oh, with Evergreen. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Album Evergreen. Oh, my God. James loves this album. This band is pretty awesome. They're not normally... I'm not, like, the biggest progressive fan. However, there's going to be quite a few progressive bands on my list. Uh yeah yeah this G- I this say- band I found out of nowhere I think they were a, a suggested hit on Spotify or, or Discover or whatever it was and uh, I listened to it and it's totally not my norm but the singer can scream in different ways he can scream uh, in ways I've never heard yeah I mean he's got great growls he's got great like great high screams. Um, it for being listed as a progressive metal band, they are kind of gent. Gent. Uh, you know, they got some gent sounding music. Yeah, I yeah I gotta be honest. I, I heard when James told me about this, he's like, "You gotta listen to this band," and I like them. And I and I I was like, "You like them?" Because I couldn't believe that he would. Li- I like them, but I couldn't believe that he would. And I got you know any. Uh, he's, you know, we're connected on Spotify, so I just see him. So she see, spies on I all the shit that playing. I listen to. It's unbelievable. Pl- and you do the same. I don't. I don't see any of it. Oh, then that's wrong. Anyway, so he, he, I could attest to that he listens to this album a lot. Um, all right, number six. My number six, Dream Theater, Distance Over Time. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah, listen closely to that album, kids. You get a little Owen Wilson wow in there. Ooh, that was good. That wasn't even Ooh, intended. That was, that, was, that, was, that was pretty well <laughs> that was placed. That was recorded, too. Completely unintended, but well placed. Yeah. Um, 
You got to turn the volume way yeah, up I to really hear it. What song is it? What song is it, James? Uh, anyway, maybe we'll say. Maybe we'll. Uh, it's towards the we'll middle it, of the we'll album. We'll put it on our. We'll put it on the Insta. Um, I think it's Barstool Warrior. But yeah, I might be Barstool Warrior. Maybe. No, I don't know. Um, yeah. What What a song that I absolutely love. Unearthed Angel. Oh my God. Love that song. Untethered. Unearthed. Untethered. Is it untethered? Oh my God. Oh boy. What's the name of it? Find it. Anyway, that song that I'm thinking of. <laughs> yeah, it would it would not make sense to say unearthed. Untethered. It's untethered. Untethered angel. Sorry. Well, maybe it's... maybe we'll edit that out. No, we won't, because it's too much of a pain. Um, untethered angel. I, I, I the only reason why this album is higher up on my list is because I it's a, once I gra- I'm gra- I gravitate so much to that one song and it's like yeah I absolutely love that song and listen the whole album is great. But uh, oh my god, that song. We didn't we didn't do like a best songs. Um, that would have been impossible. Li- I know Get I don't like that. Here. I don't like that. But that would have been on my list. Anyway, what's your number six? Number six for me is Amana Marth Berserker. That yeah. album. That album's pretty cool. I gotta be honest. Um, <clears throat> I love Amana Marth. It's a great album. They're not on your high list. It didn't make it my didn't list. Make your list. It didn't make my list. You I know it's weird. It's weird. Unknown named bands. Oh, James. Make the list over a monomark. <laughs> That's all right. You're entitled to your own opinion. I said that. Don't jump all over you. James is like, you're entitled to your own opinion. <laughs> you're but I'm going to rip you for it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, no, I love them. I love them. It's good. Uh, great to see live. They're great. You know, just like a great kicking band. But like, yeah. I, for some reason, just was not on my list. Wow. Sorry. All right, that's all right. I I really like the album. It's very much my tempo. I love that type of like low and slow tempo and tone. And uh, I think one of my favorite songs on it is um, was it Shield Wall? I hope you. Ca- I kind of hope you get the title up. wrong because I got my title up. wrong. I'm pretty sure it's Shield Wall. Unearthed. Why would I say unearthed? I don't know. Anyway. Give me two seconds. It's coming up right here. Shield wall. Boom. Yeah. Nailed it. All right. Whatever. Uh, so my number five. <laughs> uh, my number five, Ramstein. Hmm. Uh, why is it? Is this? Is this not? This is on your list, right? <gasps> I. Um, oh, it might be your. Is it your number five? No. Wow. No. Okay. Yeah. Listen, I thought it was a solid album. You got some real kickers on there. I love radio. Oh my god, when I heard that song. I must have played it on repeat for maybe the whole day. I love that song, and I, they got a good harmonies. Yeah, just really good. I think it's you know still <clears throat> true to them. I think I I don't Ramstein's never put out an album that that was not Ramstein. You know, um, really good. Yeah, that's all I gotta say about that. Hmm. Number five, Evergrey, The Atlantic. Yet again, another progressive metal band from Sweden. I don't know if I... I've showed you Evergrey. Really? Yes. Indeed I have. Oh, shit. Evergrey. The, the first uh, time I remember listening to Evergrey was uh, when Headbangers Ball was back on with Jamie Josta as the host. So that must have been 2003? I don't know, man. Or so. Um, cause I know Dime was on it. They were 
on there, and I, I think it was the entire Pantera group, and they were on tour for the Reinventing the Steel tour in 2003. So it was probably 2002, 2003 uh, with Blinded, and they just released the new album this year, The Atlantic, and it is pretty awesome. It's got a lot of groovy riffs, some uh, cool beats. I'm starting to like revisit some of their old material also, and because um, like I said, the type of music that I listened to back then when they had been releasing stuff more mainstream, I wasn't that into, and now I'm kind of into it, and I'm trying to go back and re relearn some of the music that I missed out on uh, when it was first released, so. Cool. I gotta, I gotta check them out. Check them out. Um, They're awesome. I, really have no I have like reference. one or two albums of theirs, I think, uh, on on the on the laser disc. On the laser disc. On the somewhere. laser disc. Yeah. Um. All right. So number four, getting up there, number almost four. getting to show. Number four, Baroness, Golden Gray. Um. I love this band. I really, especially the last year or so, like I really like dug into them. We saw a nice little uh kind of like an intimate show before right before the release of the album at uh, rough trade uh it was like a show uh signing i thought it was because they did like a little bit of an acoustic acoustic, well i guess i just kind of thought that but they were at the time they were doing like a local uh acoustic like really stripped down acoustic shows at like uh record stores and so i thought this was gonna be like that but rough trade i didn't even you know we had we went like in the back like at the stage like they played an actual like small little set maybe 25 minutes or so something like that um, but it was like their it, like their actual set. I mean, their actual you know setup. Um, and then we you know they signed. We we met them briefly afterwards. Uh, really cool, just like really cool people. Uh, and I just love 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 their shit. And they're they're not like um, I love how embraced by the metal community they are. I mean, they're absolutely metal, but they're not your traditional. They're like stoner rock. Yeah, stoner I guess metal. I guess it, that's yeah, it's a good way to put it. Um, stoner <clears throat> they're metal. like on the cusp of being metal. They're more. But they have some alt, heavy stuff. They're more alt rock, I think, than they Ooh, are metal. I don't know if I'd agree with that. Heavy alt rock. No, I would say if uh, anything, they're agree to disagree. Yeah, but anyway, um, I just really love their stuff, and this album is uh, amazing. Love them. What are we on number four? Number four. Number four. Flotsam and Jetsam, The End of Chaos, Phoenix, Arizona. Former uh, Jason Newstead band before he joined Metallica. We opened for them at Dingbats. I know. Are you talking to me like I don't know who uh, they you are? You got this face. I have a little you, bit of a stank face, but it's just cause, kind of because I don't agree. But I looking like no, I know uh, who they I are. I don't know who they are. So Well, I, I don't know, know who, who does or who doesn't know who they are. If you don't know who they are, now you do. Uh, old school 80s metal band. Again, Jason Newstead was the bassist before he was taken into uh, Metallica after Cliff had passed. <laughs> say taken into custody. Taken into nope. custody. Metallica. And they seem to have uh, found their own way into the the uh, graces of the metal gods and releases as well. And they are on tour, I believe, again this year for the same album. Um, I did open for them with... Uh, uh, a band that I was in for a short while, Death Cactus. Uh, Brother Sean, Uncle Sean, Uncle Sean, will probably be on the show at some point as well. I'm he sure is a current guitar player in Death Cactus. Um, still opening shows, but uh, yeah, 
right. I got Flotsam and Jetsam as number four. Number three. Getting number up there. Three. Um, I don't need to talk about it too much because we, we've, we've already talked about it. But my number three is uh, In Flames, Eye of the Mask. Um, okay. I kind of talked about, you know, kind of um, falling in love with it a little bit later and feeling a little ashamed that I didn't hit it later. Great song. I mean, great great album. Got some real killer songs in there. Still heavy, um, but, you know, melodic enough. There are some hard rock elements, like you were saying before, and I kind of see that now. Um, but I just just great. What's your number three? Drei ist Rammstein. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Drei ist yeah. James, James goes German, German. German industrial metal band Rammstein with album... Rammstein is my number three. I I I feel like that might be a bias because it is freaking Rammstein. That's fine. No, uh, it's not. But it's also potentially their last studio album ever. And I also took into their uh, took their live show into account yeah, as well. We we were. I know that's kind of a, it's kind of unfair for the list. Yeah, you shouldn't do that. Uh, but but I fell asleep for another band and they're still on the list. So, <laughs> you know, shoot, let, let's let's just um, do do what we do. You know what I mean? But uh, yeah, we were fortunate enough to to see a show at Jones Beach. Uh, it was a one-off oh, East man. Coast show, I guess. Uh, again, as they love to do and spoil yeah, people. We were, and it was incredible. <sighs> and I'm hoping if they do like the stadium tour stuff they do more than just one show in america and we have an opportunity to go again um i mean just but who knows oh man i can still feel the fire on my face yeah love that pyro oh, so and it's good. so man, impressive what a show, to see man what a fucking show unbelievable Ugh. but yeah they're my number three i don't, I don't you, you want know. to talk about performers man go i mean damn and the thing is like i, I they all have like real jobs. They're all like yeah. people that have actual yeah. trade knowledge. Because apparently, back at the time when they were trying to be like a music band or uh, get signed or whatever the case was, Germany didn't look at musicians as being that could not be your uh, uh, main that could not be your main source of income. Your job wasn't a musician. You had to you have, have something some, else yeah. to support you throughout your life and so like one of them i think is like a plumber and there's might be One's like a carpenter and an electrician uh, and i know one of uh i think it's till, uh, I till think, is till a pyrotechnics is a, yeah. guy now but i think he was something before that it, it's incredible yeah. and now i think it doesn't even matter i think they just you know well, the ramstein well yeah they're yeah. an institution uh there it is there it is all right my number two again we talked about it so i don't really need to dig into it uh sabaton the great war Wow. Oh, you're, wow. you're impressive how All high right. that is. I know what your number one's going to be then. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just, I'm just So saying. what's your number two? My number two is your number one. Oh. Opeth. Say in, it. Uh, in Cauda Venenum. Cauda Venenum. Damn it. No, I, I, you could be right. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, up for debate. Well, right. I don't, you know, sorry, my Latin's not. I don't know. So, well, that know. means, I think that roughly translates to poison in the tail, kind of referencing a, a scorpion. I'm assuming, because they weren't mentioned on your list at all, I'm assuming it's your number one. 
Oh. I'm, you know. I'm well, just, way to steal my thunder, James. Just, <laughs> uh, that's all for us, guys. Good night. <laughs> no, we still got the EPs. We still got honorable mentions. Yeah, I know, but you stole Don't my you number worry. one. Oh, I'm right. sorry. We still have my number one. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, so, uh, anyway, so your yeah, number let's, two. Yeah, let's talk about Opeth because I. Well, <laughs> you, we can do my number two, your number one. <laughs> right? I'm assuming it is okay, Opeth. Okay, so my right? number one is Opeth. Thank yeah. you. All right. I didn't see her list. I just. It was a. I he did, knows I that deduced. that was going to be way up. He, he knows that was going to be on my list. And I didn't say that. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, Opeth. Uh, I love Opeth. Let me start start then okay. no 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 you know what you start you go ahead and start i mean i don't really have too much to say i think you know there's this huge thing with opeth where it's like you know these metal purists don't like them anymore because you know back in the day they were he was growling and it was you know it's screaming and now he doesn't you know now he sings and he's got a beautiful voice and, but i i love uh meek meek meekow meekow like i should i should uh, kind of know how to say I his don't name know. alexandro um, or Alessandro? Al- I don't know how you say his last name. Whatever, whatever it is. Oh my God. Anyway, I, I and I loved him. He's. I mean, if you ever like watch interviews of him, he's like a a wealth of knowledge uh, of anything, not just metal. He's he's. I just watch any anything of his, any interview. He's really funny, but he's like a bit like not obviously funny. I think maybe not everyone finds him funny. Anyway, um, no, I love their older stuff. I love their newer stuff. Uh, this album's great. It's not super proggy. I think it's very attainable, and it must be attainable because James likes it. So <laughs> it can't be super proggy. I am James not likes it. by any means the biggest Opeth fan at all. Yeah, I've seen them live. I took you to see. You to took me to see them live, and uh, I was not like over. I. It's not that I wasn't overly impressed. Okay, this is going to be a, a huge explanation. They're extremely talented musicians. The guy can growl. The guy can sing. He can do it all. I just feel like there's so much going on that it kind of drowns out different parts at times. I could, I could, well, to that point, I, I could understand with, with any like prog band, really, I can understand how live, it's hard to pick songs for them to play live. And it's, and you know, besides the fact that they play like super long songs sometimes and progressive stuff doesn't always translate that well live. You know, they may may be more of a, of a student. And I hate saying that because they're really great lives. They're great musicians, but it's hard. It's hard to, to go see a a real progressive band live because it's like, what are you going to play? How are you going to do this? You know, it's like a whole, you got to really, it's like a whole, you got to devise that entire set list. But yep. This album, totally different. I don't to think me, it's totally different. To me, it sounds totally different in the sense that I can like understand the music. I can I can decipher the uh, singing parts from like chorusy parts and all you know what I mean? Like you, you, you're saying it's a little more structured like yeah, a normal I guess, structure. I guess so. Okay. And that that's stuff that I'm used to. Um, but I love this album. Wow. I think this album I'm so is happy that you really, love this album. really good. If he goes back the other way, then I'm Probably gonna be like in the same. Oh. I'd probably go into the same boat as as what I've been with Opeth. But I mean, it. I was extremely impressed. Yeah, so. real great. And there's also uh, there's a Swedish version as well, um, which is really interesting. You know, that it's. I think pe- Americans or any English speaking country is like, 
you know, they just assume that everything is going to be, even if you're a Swedish, you know, it's it's kind of this thing where, like, you, to be more, to be more attainable to the masses and to kind of, you know, have a, a greater reach, you, you sing in English. But um, really interesting that they, I'm very happy that they did a, a, Swed- a straight-up second Swedish version. Yeah. Um, he sings it, like, the same way. Like it's impressive. It's, it's to interesting sound. how well it translates, like melodically. Right. Of, right. Yeah. Yeah. The way he sings it, it sounds identical. I mean, it's kudos to him to being able to sing that and in I, the same pitch, like note for note. I wonder. I wonder how. I assume just because all of their other albums are in English. I wonder how he wrote it. I wonder if he wrote it in English and then translated it to Swedish. I wonder how that process went. But no, depends on his fan base, I guess. Anyway. What is your... My number one is another long song writing team, Dream Theater. Yeah. That was my number one. That album came out early in the year and is just a huge mamma jamma. Huge mamma jamma. That's a good way of putting it. That thing... It's a lot to digest. That is a huge album that, yes... Is hard to digest. I wouldn't say hard. It's just a lot. To There's digest. a lot to digest, but it's one where you can listen to every single song straight through, yeah, over and over again. Each one is so independent from another, and they all have their own hooks that you like wait for. And sometimes, you know, Dream Theater, they have some albums where it is not like that. Oh no! You can't. You know, there's some things that you gotta like skip over. This one was great, and I really like more uh, Mike Portnoy, but uh, Mike Mangini is just like phenomenal on this album. He's the tits. He's the tits. It's cats meow. It. Yeah, I agree. I think that's really a very solid choice. It was a really good. Very album. solid number one. So I think we did pretty good. Yeah. I think we did pretty we good. We didn't kill each other. We didn't kill each other. But the net is young. <laughs> uh, who do you have for oh, some honorable, honorable mentions? Honorable mentions. Oh, are we going to talk about honorable mentions? Yeah. Let's... All right. Yeah, honorable mentions. Right. Well, let's talk about the I EPs have four. and singles. No, do the, do, we'll do it oh, in the order. Wait, we'll do it in the order. I wasn't prepared for it. All right, yeah. well, just looking at my... We don't have to go into them. Yeah, just okay. list your honorable mentions, right. and we'll post those up on... We'll post our our choices on Instagram as well. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll grab some of my honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. Um, Alcest, I hope I'm saying that right. Alcest, uh, Spiritual Instinct, really great album. A band that you probably would not be into. Um, Sounds about right. I oh I have After the Burial, which was on. You, you love them. Uh, Russian Circles, Blood Year, really great album. That was a, that was a tough one. R- Russian Circles actually almost kicked out the number ten, The Cult of Luna, for me, but. Um, I kept that in there. Amana Marth, Berserker, End Seeker, The Harvest. Um, and I, th- I think we should probably fucking mention the Tool album. <laughs> we'll, we'll get it's to an honorable, the, no, well, that's, It's one of yeah. my honorable mentions. It's a dishonorable mention. I think I think we were I think we had to talk about that album in, in well, a different well, episode because we we I think we're we're running over we time. To, I you know what we can bring Sinertia on. Okay, My then we'll talk about Inertia, Tool. Okay, who are right. Tool fans, and I think Vinny's going to the show. Okay. Oh, great. So, so we'll talk about it we then. can talk about the Tool thing, and yeah. we can talk about maybe some of them are upcoming album coming out and everything like that. Um, yeah. All right. So my honorable mentions are uh, I'm gonna butcher this one hugely. Hugely. Uh, Illuviti. 
Oh yeah, that's that. Like, I love that band. Folk metal um, band from like Celtic I think they're from Sweden or Norway yeah, or something I have no like idea that. Yeah, to say them, but yeah, Adignados is the album. Uh, the The spelling for it is E L U V E I T I E. I don't know how to say it completely, but uh, Chrissy introduced them to me after mm-hmm. seeing their music somewhere, and it's really cool. If like you're a fan of like Game of Thrones, at least the first seven seasons. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wait a second. Yeah, uh, check them out because it's very like Game of Thronesy type. Uh, you know, fantastic. I think that's a little bit metal. Of I don't know. I think I, I don't. But okay. what, sure, whatever. All right. Teach their own. All check right. them out. Uh, soil work. Vergleichten. Oh my goodness. I think that's how you say it. Yeah. It's another one. That album was really good. Uh, came close to being on the top ten. Just couldn't pull the trigger for some reason. Uh, Lindemann, F and M. It's uh, Till Lindemann's side project. If you never heard of him, the first album was Skills. I think Skills with Pills. <laughs> uh, this one is F and M. I haven't truthfully listened to the whole album yet. Me neither. But Me from neither. what I've heard so far, it sounds just like a side project of Rammstein. Yeah, yeah. His it's, first it's album sounded more, more like um, an actual solo project of like. Uh, not dance music, but very like soundtracky type stuff. Like a lot of uh, sound, um, uh, what do you call it? Like samples. Mm. It sound, sound like a lot of samples. Uh, and the last one that I have, you're going to appreciate this one. Mm-hmm. The band Oakley Doakley with the album Howdly Toodly. Oh my goodness. If you've never heard this band, check them out. They're an all Ned Flanders like screamo metal band they're great they dress up live as ned flanders every single one of them and they play songs that have to do with episodes from the Simpsons. surprisingly very good songs and surprisingly the the dude could the dude could scream it's great it's got great pipes they totally don't look like what you think they would be but they're exactly what i hoped they would be yeah. when we saw yeah. them yeah. we happen to get free tickets to see them with uh max sabbath and I'm telling you, Max Sabbath was cool, but in my opinion, this band blew them out of the water. Yeah, yeah, for sure, I agree. Yeah, good, good one, good one. Oakley, that, that should have been. That should have been. Howdly, tootly. I mean, um, let's talk about uh, EP singles, EP notable singles. EPs and singles. Three to one. Oh, I don't know if we need to do go that crazy. All right. All right. So you we, well, you have three too. I have. Yeah. Okay. I feel like this has more leeway because it could yeah. be a single. Or, okay. Whatever. I'll you, do. I'll go first. Um, number three, Ozzy Osbourne, Under the Graveyard, single. Mm. Uh, I'm really excited for. Th- yeah, I know. Everyone's mm. kind. Of, everyone kind of feels the same way. Where? Oh, really? I'm. Then I'm not the only one. What? It's like. Huh. Oh yeah. Oh. No, good. no. I, yeah. I get the consensus that everyone's like, oh, okay. I really like this single. He should just retire. He's- I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. He I think he's he got should so reti- much health. Stuff I think going he on. should retire from touring. I think he should still be making albums. If you could still make albums, make albums. But uh, yeah, uh, he's got a producer. He's got a. He has like sort of like a you know a pop producer for mm. for this album, and I know that sounds uh, you know scary, but uh, there there's a good history of metal uh, metal bands working with producers who are not just rock or metal producers but also produce kind of you know pop artists it it it's and you could kind of you could totally hear that you could there there's very 
Ozzy sounding stuff, and there's a little bit more of like a fresher. It was extremely bass sounding. It was very bass sounding. <laughs> okay. Like it was very bass heavy. Okay. Like, uh, but okay. I mean, that, uh, but that's that couldn't be the reason that you didn't like it. Uh, All right. I don't know. Okay. I, don't know. I listen. I I, I may be by myself on this. I'm excited for the album. Uh, Maybe. What's right. your number three? Uh, my number three is kind of a tie, but if you're going to force my hand, I could probably pick one over uh, the I'm going to force your hand. All right. So the tie <laughs> the tie <laughs> was between Prong, Age of Defiance, mm. and the Great Discord Afterbirth. And if you're going to push my hand, I'm going to go with Prong. Okay. And that's because the Great Discord, one of oh, the songs, okay. was a redo off of the album that they put out. I mean, why would I you? Agree. Why would you do that? I I don't you know. You've already released God, the song. Damn it! Previously, and it's not directly previously to the EP. Yeah, and it's not. It's not like it was an it's album. It's not different one. enough. It's not right. Okay. No, and that's that's the only that's the only reason. Otherwise, okay. the other songs were they were awesome. Okay, so my number two. Uh, is the great Discord after <laughs> you have a habit of stealing my thunder? Sorry, I think we that. both have the same number one though. Mm, doubtful. I don't um, know. Okay, yeah. So great Discord Afterbirth, uh, just like James said, great album. I love this band. If you do, if you've never heard of the Great Discord, uh, female fronted uh, band, Fia. She's she got some fucking pipes on her. Uh, real great, Pro- uh, progressive. They call them. They coined themselves as uh, oh shit. What do they say? Um, death pop, something like that, and it, that's like pretty accurate. It's like death pop. Um, yeah, great. Little uh, a little more on the progressive sh- side for sure. Um, great Swedes. Swedes. More Swedes. That's what I gotta say. If the top ten metal EP rock albums were the Olympics, the Swedes would have all the golds. Oh, oh yeah, it would, it would be no contest. <laughs> it's. Kind so what's uh, number two? my what's number two? two? Municipal waste, the last rager, bro. Mm. The last, the last rager, rager. The last rager bro. is an awesome album. I have yet to see Municipal Waste or Iron Regan in live person concert yet. Live person, man. Uh, I am dying to see them. I really want to see them soon. I hope they come around, but. Uh, yeah, Last Rager is awesome. I think it was like four or five songs on the EP, and they're all about a minute and a half. So definitely check them out. And if you like them, check out Iron Regan as well. He's the same guy. All right. My number one EP singles. Uh, Ghost, Seven Inches of Satanic Night. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, it's not the same. Uh, what did you think? <laughs> what do you think, bro? Yeah. Kiss the Go-Go. Mariana Cross. Fun shit. Hmm. Just fun. They're an honorable, uh, honorable mention for me. For Sorry. Okay. Yeah. My number one. Oh, something just happened. Oh boy. My number one. Oh boy. Amy Lee and Baby Billy. Oh! Misbehaving, off the uh, Righteous Gemstones oh. soundtrack on HBO. If you have not God. seen those, all right. First off, it's an, it's a religious based show. If you're heavy into religion. Especially uh, televangelist type religion. <laughs> if you're like an evangelical, don't check Catholic, it out. Don't watch it. But if no, you it's, like it's, to make fun of religion 
or are religious. I'm I'm with the hippie church. I am a Protestant Methodist. Brought up that way. Uh, I I coin it hippie church. I'm okay with jokes on religion. Doesn't bother me. It's but, this but, show. But wait, wait. It's is not just. It's not so funny. Much, wait. Okay. Yes, of course. It it it's based around this uh like a, a Joel Olstein kind of type of family. It's very oh lord. <laughs> it's just very uh wealthy, successful family in that regard. But it's not. But it it you know it shows like the greed of it. It shows like it's not of just. Of course, that's that's the the draw the backdrop of it. Of but course. But it, it's not just a you know it's not just like a. Of course. You gotta watch it, and there's a it, killer killer song in there. Oh, it is! So I can't wait funny. for Waxwork to put out the, uh, the the soundtrack. I think you're responsible for that one too, because you're yeah. like, you need to do this. I tweeted it. And you tweeted it. I didn't early. tweet. I don't tweet. And then, um, I, I I grabbed him on Instagram, and I was like, Yo, when, when when's Waxwork? When, you, when you putting DM? out this? I no, oh, I think it was at, oh, it was on Danny McBride's. Yeah. He mentioned something, and I was like, When's Waxwork gonna put out this soundtrack? And guess what? Waxwork. Waxwork. Hits. They, it is. They, they they didn't release the full sound like that's yeah. that's upcoming. Yeah. But they did. They have the it. Single. They have it available for singles to purchase. Uh, Spotify has it for free, obviously. The but there's two versions. There's a 1989 version and a I don't know a, a, an original version. Just look up Baby Billy. Baby Billy. It's gonna be easier to find than Amy Lee because they do yeah. the, the wonky spelling for the show because of you know the South. So, uh, but you know. Good call. Yeah. That was on That's my, my that was on one. my list someplace. Once but. once you listen to it, oh, you can't unlisten to it. It's an ear it's an earbug. I wake up in the morning singing this yep. stupid song. Yep. And it's good. Oh. Like you you find yourself listening to this song. It starts as like a joke, but it's like, oh my god, this is actually like I'm actually listening to this because I want to listen to it. Like it's a and good it, fucking song. And it's song. sung well. One, it, the baby Billy is Baby's uh Billy. Walton Goggins. Wal- Walter Goggins, yeah. Walton? And Walton. Walter. Walton. Walton, Walton Goggins. What? Wait. And two, Amy Lee is played by uh, what is it? Jennifer Nettles. Yeah. Southern uh, country okay. music star. So she's got pipes on her oh, too. It so Walton. it's legit sing quality. Oh man, great! It is good. I Check agree. it out. I agree with that. That's good. Uh, anyway, honorable mentions for me on that one was uh, Ghost Seven Inches of Satanic Panic. As well as Sodom out of the frontline trench. I do have to say this: uh, this is, does not fall in the metal category. Um, but Nick Cave and the oh, Bad Seeds. Uh, <laughs> Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. Ghostine, uh, one of my favorite albums of the year. Absolutely. I, not you probably wouldn't dig it, but um, not metal. Although I think Nick Cave is actually a pretty metal dude. Um, but uh, uh, just really great. It's it's like. It's sad, but it's beautiful, and yeah, I, I would be remiss if I didn't at least mention that album because it's it's pretty important for me. But mm. um, you know, not metal, so it just has to be separate. We talked about the good. You got any bad? Oh God, I know you do. I do. Why don't you start with your bad? <laughs> my my bad album again this is this is rock metal there's probably worse albums i maybe there's not i i don't know but uh, (laughs) (laughs) quiet riot put out an album 
uh, what the hell was it? Hollywood Cowboy or something like that. The last Hollywood Cow. I don't know. I whatever, whatever it was. If you look up Quiet Riot and you see this year, don't listen to it. <laughs> it was not good. James played me about about <sighs> maybe a song from it, and I was like, oh. Home recordings sound <laughs> better than this Our album. Our setup right now is probably better I, than they had it. I I mean, I like Quiet Riot. I don't listen to them religiously. They are in the wheelhouse of old school metal. Um, but that's also with, uh, what's his face's brother? Uh, your house Oh, yeah. DeBro. DeBro. DeBro died of, I think, cancer it was back a few years ago. So whoever they got to replace them isn't good. And the guitar tones sucked. They were not good. James they were. Big they were. Oh tones. my god! It was just not good at all. Do not listen to it. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm taking money away from them. It's probably money they could have spent on better production. But uh, that that one and uh, this one wasn't so bad as it was disappointing. Again, we'll we'll touch oh, up on okay. it again. Yeah. Uh, but not a fan of the Tool album and. I am not the biggest Tool fan by any means. I mean, I know some of the songs that were like the most popular on the radio back when they came out. They're not somebody that I totally dig, especially like on a year to year basis or album to album basis, whatever. It for the amount of time that it took them to write this album and come up with songs or lyrics, it sounds like they just kind of like forced the album out i have i have my thoughts about it but i think that's for a different we'll talk about it, that it is i know we but discussed that i don't We're, hate it i wouldn't i wouldn't say it's one of the worst albums i said but, it's the most disappointing i'm not going to say it's the worst album okay. but yeah I, I had to bring that up because so, if i didn't bring to, it up then i would forget about it and we for me to quickly just my thoughts on that yeah disappointing sure um but not not horrible by any means but um it just it, 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 my 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 main problem with it was that it was just one kind of it was one mood it was one yes. it, it never there was no high points or there's no low points it was just static it, it was just sounded all the like songs and the songs are different enough but the, it's just like me like this whole if if you're looking at it it, it kind of flatlines like there's it no it sounded like it was the beginning of a huge build up that never, that never came happened, yeah yeah that was my big problem where it was like it didn't breathe it didn't move like it didn't you yeah. know there, there's no high points and no low points and, and i feel like there weren't a lot of lyrics in it yeah yeah and it's like you took 13 plus years <laughs> to write four words oh. in a span of five bars it, it just i uh, yeah no thank you but also but, it's like you know it's like okay you haven't written at least an album in a really long time there's hype, but I think that's natural hype from fans. It's not like, it's not like the. I mean, of course, you. I mean, the goal is to put out a good album, but yeah, you know, I, I think the fans. I think that just naturally, that's what happened. Where it's like, I think this is kind of important and an interesting thing that I think everyone needs to realize is that you need your favorite band of all time if they're still uh, active. You need to like ha sit down with yourself and be like. This album that I absolutely love from them, that might be their best album they've ever put. They will ever put out in their career, and, you, and I don't think people like to think that. They always think that like, the next album is going to be the best album. The next album is going to be the best album, and you might be disappointed thinking that. 
that's a lot that's a lot to chew that's a lot to chew it is but you gotta think that like maybe their best album it was this album and that i'm not saying they're not gonna put out worthy stuff but i think as as a fan you got to prepare yourself for that Mm. you know what if they've already hit their the 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 top maybe tool has you know what i mean Hey, everybody can't be Iron Maiden, but that's uh, that's another that's another show in itself. Anyway, there it is. Um, yeah, I think that's it. That's it. I ran a little long, but it's because we had a lot to get through. That's Sorry. all right. Yeah, I it's all right. I saw a podcast. <laughs> He's gonna compare it to another three, podcast. Three hours long. Oh, that's absurd. The episode was three hours. It was there an intermission? I don't think so. <laughs> I didn't listen to oh, it. Oh, I, I wouldn't either. I'm yeah. not gonna. I'm not gonna tell you which one it was. I I know a person that knows the guy that runs the podcast. Slander. And, and uh, yeah. So this was a touch long. I they're think local. We support local. So. Uh, oh yeah. Don't don't shoot yourself in the foot. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think in the future we're gonna try and keep it to about forty minutes, forty five minutes or so. But, I think I uh, think the time that we did is all right. Oh okay. Agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. But um, I think. But yeah, we we had a lot to get through this time. So uh, last yeah. thoughts on the beer. I liked it. I'd buy more. You okay. should buy. You should buy some too. Um, yeah, we'll tag these guys. We'll tag these guys in our in our, our post. It, yeah, we'll take a picture and we'll we'll upload it. And uh, if you guys haven't heard of it, there's a cool app called Untapped that you can go on, read and review beers, uh, all different types, all across yeah. the country. It. It's an awesome app. It keeps you up to date on uh, new venues, and I think um, gets you discounts for some of the um, alcohol stores or like kegging J- stores and stuff throughout the country. James so. just read that as if we're getting paid to say that, but we are not getting paid not. to say that at all. Uh, but untapped, I just, it, I mean, you know, if you want, let, yeah. let's. Uh, untapped doesn't owe us anything unless they want to, but <laughs> but yeah, we are not by any means getting. Any money for any promotional stuff that we spit out or any reviews that we do, okay. it's all gratis. So. It's all gratis, man. With that, we thank you for tuning in, and we hope that you'll continue to follow us, uh, and as well as on uh, the old Institube, right? Institube. Institube. Uh, Instagram username. Message us. Talk to the us. The Blast Beat Podcast, all one word. And happy, happy, uh, this, I, yeah. I, this is probably going to be our, our happy holiday because we don't know what to say to you. I would say Merry Christmas, but you okay. know, some people were just I was, okay. fight that. I was going to say, you know, Happy New Year, but whatever. Okay. Yeah, you can say Happy New Year. Too. Yeah, I know I could say that, Happy that's New Year. Safe I, just for said, I just said Happy New Year. <laughs> happy New Year. That's safe for everyone. Okay. Thanks for joining, guys. Take care. Bye bye now. <laughs>